Hey. Hey. What'd you think? About what? Did, did you get my text? Oh. Hi, I'm Hi. Pat Oswald. This is Meredith Salinger. We are a married couple who um, live in a house together and are never more than 60 feet apart, but we <laughs> spend all day texting each other. No, this is the thing. You love to be in your office and away mm-hmm. from me, and I like to be outside. It's sort of like our personalities. Yes. I like the sun, and you are a little troll who likes you're, to stay inside. You're a wood nymph, and I am a swamp troll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. But the best part about sitting down and actually like having a scheduled podcast is that because we actually never have a conversation during the day. All we do is like text each other something and then the other person goes, Oh, but what's nice is uh, now we finally get a chance to talk about the things that we've texted each other. Exactly. So I've texted you a bunch of things in the last day and you've texted day day. We did it this morning. It's our first episode. People (laughs) we're getting it together. I have a, um, fear right now that I'm going to do the same thing I did the other day when I was uh, attempting to test out this podcast and I had my headphones on Mm -hmm. and needed to read something. And I put my uh, reading glasses on, but I put them (laughs) over the headphones and I broke them. Yes, you did. So I actually need to put my reading glasses on if I'm going to read what you texted me. Excuse me. Take your headphones off. So I'm going to take my headphones off, put my glasses on and then re-put. That's how that works. Please, are you eating on yeah. a podcast? That's gross. People are not going to like that. Well, you're taking your head. We're editing all this out. We're not so editing have- this. None of this is getting edited. Put oh, that down. God. I'm I'm putting on my glasses. Fine. This is how this goes. This is real life, people. This is real life. Well, oh. real life includes eating, last I checked. Yeah, but nobody wants to hear that on a right. podcast. Um, so, we finally get a chance to talk about all the things we've texted each other. This week, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you want to go first or should I go first? Well, you can talk. Yeah, you go first and um, and then we'll go because I think my mind require longer conversation. OK, well, um, you know, uh, I spend a lot of my days. Uh, I'm sure you do too, unsubscribing <laughs> to things, because if you use any app or buy anything online, you suddenly get a million emails. So then, uh, of course, I click unsubscribe and it never works. So I still get alerts from every company I have ever even thought about doing business with. Um, and one that I use a lot, however, is Postmates. This is oh. not, they're not paying me for this, by the way. Well, get, first of all, everyone is using Postmates exactly. during COVID because, yeah. you know. They don't need to pay for advertising because otherwise, you know, people will die. <laughs> yeah, I um, think they're fine. So, but they're getting, I think they're actually leaning into um, the fact that we're coming up on a year of quarantine and people are starting to experience some psychosis because here are the two alerts I got. These are the the emails I got. The first part of the email says, it's a big picture, says weird cravings uh, with a question mark, and then we have them too. And not with a fun exclamation point, just this kind of fine, we have them too. Like, we we know (laughs) you're just fine. You did text that to me. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. And then um, there is no denying that we love tacos and sushi, but, and then they have, okay, here's the three, here are the three, which they call, quote, weird cravings, which um, in, um, Two of these are not weird cravings. The, two of these are just totally normal. Well, what, which ones? Bacon and maple syrup. 
Oh my Duh. God, I love that. But that's not a weird, that's not a- No, oh, none of it's weird, yeah. but but it is something you can probably buy through Postmates. I'm okay. sh- well- Or they wouldn't be advertising I get, Well, okay, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. The second one that they do here, I'm gonna jump ahead for a second. Fries in milkshakes. Oh, my roommate from college used to do that all yeah. the time. And I was like, that is disgusting watching you dip that French fry in that milkshake. That's disgusting. And she's it's- like, just try it. And I was like, I, 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 she's like, just try it. I tried it. Oh, my dear Friggin God. Friggin' delicious. The best thing I've ever had in my life. But again, not a weird craving. Sweet and salty. No, yeah. But then the middle one, pickles and peanut butter. That's straight up pregnant woman. Oh, it is? I don't, I mean, I've it's never creamy been pregnant. I don't and know. it's tangy. Don't knock it till you try it. I feel like they had to have three and um, they uh, and they just made that third one up because I have never heard. And I, I know all kinds of weird food cravings because I've worked on the road for years. And a lot of times you have to assemble a dinner from things from a snack machine in a hotel <laughs> right. lobby. And I've never heard of pickles and ice cream. Pickles and Oh, um, oh yeah. Pickles and ice cream yeah, is the pregnant thing. But pickles and peanut butter. That sounds absolutely gross. Sounds true. And also don't. You've got it. You can't just dip it in the jar of peanut butter because then it ruins the whole jar. You got to scoop some out, right? I, 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 even envisioning it is no. making me nauseous. But I have to say that it's hilarious to me that you texted this to me because mm-hmm. you know that I am. That's the, the other reason that I sent this. I'm by the way. literally the the perfect target for oh. any advertising food related, and not even advertising. Do you remember no. that time? When we, Alice came into our room in the morning and she was still in her pajamas mm-hmm. and she was like about getting ready to go off to school mm-hmm. and her pajamas had donuts on them and you were driving her to school that day. And I was like, oh, baby, can you get me some donuts? Yeah. Like anytime. Cause I saw it, it, it. It's like, it's like a, it's like the Manchurian candidate, but there's nothing subtle about it. You just show her a picture of something. <laughs> oh yeah. I want that right now. There, there's no, there's no subliminal advertising needed with Meredith. She, she's that's by the way, cause you're always watching your shows at night. And then that's when you get your weird, we will get, we will either get weird po- late night Postmates uh, deliveries. Right. Or- Even like, <laughs> I do love to watch shows at night. If it's not Rachel Maddow, it's usually Dateline. Yes. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I'll even be like watching Dateline and suddenly it'll be like, we knew that uh, the murder occurred earlier because the milkshake from McDonald's had melted by then. And I was like, oh, I want a milkshake. I got to get a milkshake right now. Yeah. (laughs) And there's a lot of uh, late night scurrying down to the kitchen and assembling weird things out of the fridge. Um, And I think that the Postmates people are aware of, I think a lot of us are doing that now. And they're just leaning into that part of their, of their uh, customer base, (laughs) which is smart. It's smart, but it's diabolical. But also, doesn't that mean, okay, are they gonna, are they offering you a cheap way to get bacon and maple syrup together? What I'm thinking is no, they're, they're think, making you d- deliver from like three different restaurants to <laughs> right. assemble this and then just make themselves more money. They're saying, do you, do you have a weird craving? Like this, like yeah. that, like that. And then they make you think of whatever weird craving you're having. And then you must, of course, go purchase something from somewhere. Yeah, but you can't just purchase. There's no place that's going to. Well, you, you gotta, bacon and maple syrup, that's, that's yeah, a breakfast plate. That's Denny's, baby. Yeah, it is Denny's. <laughs> oh my God, what am I saying? Well, now I want Denny's. No, but there was something serious that I actually had texted you. Oh. But this is going to bring the room down. This is like one of those fast songs and then the singer is like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring the room down for a minute. I don't like coming out of these upbeat songs with a death dedication, man. It's ponderous. It's no, ponderous. But but there was, I want to talk to you about this. And before we even begin talking about the subject, I did send you a text about something. Uh-huh. And before we start talking about it, uh-huh. I want to make sure we don't say any names <laughs> okay, okay, I don't want here's the thing. There are so many interesting things to talk about, but I don't want to like put anyone on blast. You know what I'm saying? Fine. So a friend of mine, uh, well, 
uh, actor died recently. Okay. And um, a beloved actor. Yeah. And everybody, there was this outpouring of love and right. like you're a legend on Twitter and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we have a lot of actor friends who, mm-hmm. and we've all had experiences on set with different actors. And one of yep. my dearest friends mm-hmm. worked with this beloved actor. Right. And um, she's not one to hold back. No. <laughs> and so. No, she's not. And I sent you what she had posted yeah. about this, this actor. But on her private. On her private. Yeah. Little, um, you know, thread of texting and stuff. Which like we're that. now revealing. No, I'm not revealing anything <laughs> about anybody. But it, but it brought up something to me because what she had written was. Everyone is doing an outpouring of love about this actor. And the truth is this person was a nightmare to work with. She was horrible to me. She was competitive. She Mm -hmm. would do things specifically to make me look bad. Like just all the bad things Mm -hmm. that as an actor on set really are upsetting. And, and yet at the bottom of like her complaints about this person, uh, she did say that being said, she's a legend. She's a genius. She's this, that, and the other and all those things. And so, I too have experienced something like that. I did do a movie with a legend Mm -hmm. who passed away. And I just remember on set, this person who is wonderful and iconic and all these great things would do shitty little things. Like he didn't want to, um, he didn't, he wasn't ready to work just yet. I think he was on a call. I don't know what he was doing, (laughs) but he, but he specifically did something at the beginning of a scene, which was, um, he pulled a button off of his shirt on purpose so that he could be like, um, wardrobe, I, I, this needs to be fixed before we can start. And it was so obvious to everybody what he did. And a bunch of the other actors were like, God damn, that was pretty shitty. Um, but it happened, but, but he did other things like that, that were upsetting. That is terrible. And first off, I've got to use that trick because that, that, (laughs) that looks, that sounds great. But my point is, no, and, and I wanted to talk to you about this, the, the overall theme is, and I guess this harkens back to separate the artist from the man kind of a thing, yep. like love Bill Cosby in the Cosby show and Fat Albert, but you know, he's a, he did what he did and yeah. he's a horrible person. Yeah. But how do you reconcile with the thing where everybody's praising someone and you're like, Oh God, that person was really a flipping nightmare. Because you have to tell yourself, uh, you know, you and I and, and your friend are, are, we are at a certain, we're in a, we're on a certain side of this business that, uh, uh, the bulk of people are not on that side of, they are on the side of just receiving the work. And if the work is good, um, they didn't, they never had, look, right. You know, I mean, here's the there, thing. there's so many, there, especially there's so many, I'm, I'm from comedy. So there's so many comedians and comedic actors who, 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 um, uh, emit nothing but joy and fun, but you know, personally, one-on-one, the horrors of working with them. Right. It's so sort it's, of like, it's sort of like when all my friends are like, oh my God, you're married to Patton Oswalt. You must be laughing all the time. And I'm like, oh my God, he drives me crazy. <laughs> Thanks for not putting anyone on blast. So um, <laughs> I'm just saying that like people, uh, you have to take a moment to go, who is giving the praise? Is it someone who is just on the receiving end of getting the product right. that didn't have to, look, I, I'm sure that there's people that, I'm sure there's McDonald's you've gone to going, I love their fries. And like, if you knew their manager, you would never eat the, like, I'm not, Look, I don't care about the manager. I just want the fries are delicious and I'm happy. Absolutely. That's you know what thing. I mean? I mean, the truth of the matter is like my, 
I have a favorite philosopher. She's not really a philosopher. She is a singer. Her name is Nika Costa. And she's not a philosopher, but a great singer. Great singer. But she has this line. She has this song called Everybody Got There Something. Mm-hmm. And so anytime someone does something, you know, a little shitty, it's like, you know, everybody got there something. You still yeah. love them for the thing that they create and or do. But everybody's basically shitty on the inside. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, what I'm saying, you never know when you're going to, when you might meet someone on the worst day of their life and then walk away going, that is the worst human being. And then everyone else could go, no, that person's real. What are you talking about? Right. So try well, not to, try it, not to just put, put it from your experience. No, I know. It's just, um, but, 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 but hearkening back to me saying, let's not put anyone on blast. You know, a lot of people tweet, or say, or whatever, and they actually say the person's name. And I personally think that's terrible. Like, have your own personal experience of hatred or whatever, right. you know, discuss whatever your personal feelings are. But don't spread that to the world. Like, which is why I wanted to say before we even began, mm-hmm. don't don't put negativity out in the world. Like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. My next story is about what an asshole Timothy Oliphant was to me. <laughs> Um, at the at the craft services on Justified. And this will be an hour. You can go get some food if you need to, because I am, oh my God, I'm going to rip this well, guy to shreds. this is, I, I actually, that's really funny. Yeah. Um, Timothy, by the way, is the coolest cat on the planet. Okay, so I sent you this picture, and I'm not, I didn't send this to you. Are you asking me if I got your text? Did you, did you get my text? Which one? Uh, this is a picture that I grabbed off of um, Twitter. Let me see, where is it? It's a screen grab from BBC Wales. Where'd you send that? I can't find that. It's in your text, baby. Okay. Can you show me it on your phone? Because I can't. You, you Literally, there are so many texts between the two of us of things we literally haven't spoken about. It would be about. the most recent one. Oh, that one. Perhaps yeah. the greatest guest nope. background on the BBC Whale News tonight. Always check your shelves before going on air. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on the thing. But what does it mean? Enhance. I'm Enhance. Okay. Uh, oh, Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. Okay, I did not look at this. There's a woman on the BBC News, mm-hmm. and clearly she's on the news being interviewed or something, and yeah. her bookshelves in the back. Oh, I'm mortified to even speak the words, but Come there on. is a very large um, <laughs> buildup. Okay, I was I was trying to do a euphemism for it, but yeah. pleasuring device sounded even more gross. So it's just a big, big, huge dildo in her Oh, that's terrible. That poor girl. That's but, embarrassing. But here's the thing, though. The real reason that I sent this to you was because, yes, there's a dildo on her shelf. Um, and also on her shelf is a thing that says, think happy things. And there's a, a lovely accordion file of her research and some other books. But um, the the dildo is so prominently prominently displayed. displayed. Like, like it is, it's not like, oh, we kind of caught it in the shadows. It is at the... It's like a trophy. Yes, and it's hero lit. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like, Perfectly hey, everyone, centered. look at my Oscar. Yeah, look at, yeah, exactly. I won this. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I, I don't know. I, I What do you think, is there... Well, I'd like to know who also, this woman is. Well, her like, name is Yvette Amos, and she has, she's very pretty, and see, she has See, you this, just said her name. Nobody needed to know her name. Well, it's, it's all over the internet anyway. Oh, fine. Plus, she's very, very pretty, and she has this kind of prankish, impish kind of look to her. Well, you're and I'm giving wondering, her a personality. You're giving her that. I don't know because just it's a uh, photo. It's a still. It's a still, but she's got this cool pixie haircut, and kind of has this cool new wave look to her. And I, ju- there's part of me that can't help think, was this like a private joke between her and her friends going, "Hey, wanna?" Because she's from Wales, and she's like, "Oh, I got to go on the BBC." 
I'll tell you what, well, we'll put this, let's put this I dildo wonder, on that shelf. I wonder what she's being interviewed about. I don't know. See, it could be, maybe she's a sex therapist. Maybe. You know, maybe, but, or maybe she thought the frame would be tighter on her face because this is literally like, hi, look at my entire room. It's such a sm- poor framing, poor framing. Or perfect framing. Right. Did you, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, is there a chance that she did that on purpose as a as a gag? Like, guys, watch Absolutely watch me not. on the news tonight. No, I don't know. I think she's she has a look. She's something about her look. Well, you're giving her a personality. She's at the she's at the pub, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, let's meet at eight o'clock. I'm going to be interviewed." And everyone, everyone, quiet, quiet. Look, 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 look what I did. Oh my god, they didn't catch it. Hmm. I don't know. BBC News is kind of important. I wouldn't do that. I want to give her the credit for getting away with that. Well, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking she's a sex therapist. All right. That's pretty cool. So it, then, then in, in that case, is that a trophy? <laughs> <laughs> is that a trophy? A winner of, the, sec- winner of the Golden Dildo Award and sex therapist. Uh, please welcome... So I got the, you sent some very cryptic texts. What? That are like weird fragments. Um, oh, they were thoughts. That hacked email. Oh, yeah. What did I say? What was this? What does it say? Clicking links. Car insurance. <laughs> giving this. What, oh. what is this? <laughs> what the hell does any of this mean? I had the courtesy to send you in context a picture of a dildo on a shelf. And you send me this weird William Carlos Williams poem. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. What is this? Well, okay, you. Got- I'm going to read it like a beat poet, right? I'm going to read it like that girl that read the uh, at the inauguration. That hacked email, clicking links, car insurance, giving this guy a hard time. Explain. Okay, did you or did you not receive today mm-hmm. an insane email from Alice's school? Oh God, that was so clearly something happened and yeah. was hacked, and you didn't know if it was hacked on your end or hacked on right. the school's end. It was a terrible email that you received that was like, dear, it was and then horrible. two really bad words. And then it was about the school. And then it was like- And it like, looked really official from the school. Yes. And you were upset about it. And you're like, oh my God, I think I've been well, hacked. for 20 minutes, I'm like, what? Oh my God, oh my God, what do I do? And right. then we get the follow-up email. Then there was a follow-up email from the school saying, many of you have received <laughs> a very horrifying email. Like, Please do God. not click on the link. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it was funny to me that that happened today yeah. is because the other day <laughs> I received, um, I, I have been receiving phone calls like every few days. Mm-hmm. Um, your insurance is about to run out on your car insurance or oh, something. Everyone's or your warranty. Those. I'm getting all this stuff. Your <laughs> warranty. But, but there were so many. Yeah, me too. And, um, and then there was like email too. And I'm like, well, they wouldn't have my phone number and my email. So I, so I called the number mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not, no. Well, I'm not going to click on a link. Just call your dealer. But but they were two separate things. Like the person who sold me my car and the person who sold my insurance, I think were two separate things. I don't know. Bottom line is I called the guy, the poor guy. And I was like, hey, man, <laughs> I got this email and I feel like this is spam. And he's like, it's not spam. I'm like, okay, He's like, what's your name? I'm like, well, if you called me, you know my name. So what's my name? And I literally grilled this man for like a half hour. And then he's like, I have your policy in front of me. I'm like, well, then send it to me. Send it to me right now. And I mean, the, I literally put this guy through the hoops for a half hour, determined, yes. Yeah, it's totally a scam. No, it was totally real. It was him? Yes. Oh. And I feel so bad. But like I had him email 
um, my car company. And then I had the car come. I called the car company. I'm like, is this real? And then they called me and said, yes, I'm working it out with him. Don't worry about it. But I really put the guy through the ringer. Okay. I see. I, I started getting those calls. This is an urgent call from, you know, yeah, well, that's about clearly you. spam. And, uh, the, fir the very first call I got, I, cause I, I so don't care about cars. I just, I get a car I know and you I drive don't. it until it falls. No apart. kidding. Oh, yeah. your car needs to be. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I take it to the dealer once a year and they I go replace everything and I just keep going until they go, right. go buy a new one. We're done. Well, they said go buy a new one like yeah, two years ago because it's falling apart. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> the first time I got this call, I called the dealer and halfway through me explaining, I went, hey, I got a call about it. He goes, well, it's, this is a, everyone's getting these calls. It's just spam. It's just spam. I go, I figured because it was this weird area code. Um, and he goes, yeah, just, just ignore them. So now I get them and I just immediately just delete, 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 delete. Same. Yeah. But hang on. But yours wasn't, yours was a guy calling you. Mine was a real guy. And there are and what times. What was he calling you about? Was there something about the insurance or something? Was it a refi or what was it? No, I just had, I don't know. Like my warranty was running out and I had to re, re get more warrant. I don't know. Oh, okay. But, um, but that being said, that one was real. I did put him through the ringer because mm -hmm. I really thought it was real and I was really wanting to know and it didn't seem like spam. So that's why I kept the whole thing going. Right. However, there are times when I'm just bored <laughs> and I will get a call and then I'll just keep the guy on the phone. And I'm sure there have been millions of people who've done that to sure. spam people. Who call. Yeah, mess them up. But it really is um, <clears throat> like hacky, spammy kind of uh illegal stuff it's very illegal and i always get torn because it's so annoying and 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 i and i will admit to i love i will go down these youtube k-holes of listening to you know there are these um hackers who will post themselves yeah blasting spammers and like literally shutting their whole system down you hear them all screaming and yelling in the background because i've never they'll seen. send them a virus and their screen will really? just yeah and they're like what did you do they're just you know like they're just shutting these people down which is great but um but at the same time, I'm like, but a lot of these, I'm sure a lot of these people working these in these boiler rooms or these uh, call centers are desperate and poor. And this is the only way they can make money. And who am I to like, like it's like every since every ever since I've seen the movie Parasite, I'm like, wait a minute. Am I am I the evil person in the in the nice house or the you know, are they the I don't know. I'm very torn by that. That's a weird thing to be guilty about. I, I, I feel for you scammers. <laughs> Well, then you wonder, it's like the people that call you that are scamming you, yeah. are they like hired by the bad guys or it's not the bad guys that are doing the calls. Cause they seem like they have this operation with all these people under them calling. And then maybe they've hired these people to be. That's what callers. I said. Some of the people on the phone are, are just as much are just as desperate or in terrible straits. And, and so who are you targeting? You know, right. it's like, it's kind of one of the problems that I had and uh, with them. Um, and I love Michael Moore, but sometimes in his documentaries, he'll hassle the security person in the building. And I'm like, well, that security person is a minimum wage. That's not the CEO. Yeah, he's like, trying to get to the CEO. Exactly. Person. So don't put but maybe, this person on camera. Right. But maybe he has to like get through that guy to get to the next guy. I guess, except that it, it normally, it, it rarely goes beyond that guy. And it's like, that's another, that's just a minimum wage worker, probably with no benefits, who's desperate to keep his or her job. You know what I mean? Like, like just, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of like the security guard at Monsanto is just a guy who needed a job. And Kia could, could be in just as desperate a situation. 
Right. I don't know. I, I'm I'm a big fan, and I and I and this is from hard experience of pick better targets because in the past I picked some the wrong targets and then have been schooled on that with, Hey, you just picked on the wrong person. And then I, what do you mean? Are you talking about like when you do a show and there's a heckler and you talk to the heckler? No, just like if someone like you, if you would get angry at someone in retail and then you got to go, wait a minute, I'm getting, why am I yelling at a person that's just an employee? Like they're, they're just as power. What what am I doing? Right. Like, Like they've been sent out here to, to as, as cannon fodder for the, 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 the corporate upper level people. So what right. am, what am I doing? Right. I'm just I'm just adding to the problem. Yeah. Hey Patton. Mm-hmm. I like being able to have a conversation with you <laughs> because everybody's like at the end of the day, they're like, oh, what are you and Patton doing? I'm like, I haven't seen him all day. Yeah. And and they're like. Oh, I haven't seen him all day and he's 40 feet away from me. <laughs> right. And I haven't seen him. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually quite like not <clears throat> seeing you all day because then uh, like at night, maybe we'll have a conversation. And then we'll. we'll Possibly. We, Unless I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Bye. Exactly. It depends. But but this. Well, is that, a was really- a, that was the thing about like back in the olden days. And I mean, the olden days for electricity, there were things called watches where you would. Like when the sun went down, you would go to sleep and you'd sleep for a few hours and then you would wake up again. People would wake up after a few hours and then just light candles and talk for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they would go back to sleep for a few. This is how it was. That's what the people talk about. First watch, second watch, you know, and, and that's how they would, they would Listen, relate to each other. First watch, second watch <clears throat> was more like military. Like, dude, you guys sleep. I'll take first watch. It wasn't because a couple was at home falling asleep and suddenly they both woke No, up. that is actually how they would. They no. Would, yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I will. I will find you documentation Listen, for I, next episode. But it's true. I believe. I you. read a lot. I believe you because oh, you have. Just, she just popped her eyes at me. Eyes. Mm. What, what? What did I? What, oh, wow. you know what I just did. What <laughs> you said when I lifted when I raised my eyes at you just mm-hmm. now? I actually gave you the hand, like oh. the way that girl that Gail King was interviewing that oh. horrible girl that accosted oh that God. that fifteen year old boy who she said stole her phone like it was mm-hmm. a racial thing and she gave gail that enough <laughs> like she gave her the hand with like she actually said enough and like made her hand move that like shut your mouth kind of position yeah. that's so rude that girl oh my god and you know what just like that cash me outside girl it's like why give these horrible people don't give idiots platforms to become famous well in in gail's defense i think what gail thought going into the interview was Here's this person. Oh, I'm not who mad maybe at Gail. No, no, not, not me neither. I love Gail. But I'm thinking, I'm going to give this person to, this could be a teachable moment where the person's right. like, oh my God, I, I learned mistake. I learned a really horrible thing about myself that I think I'm all right. um, progressive and woke, but look what I did. No, she's and a instead, horrible person. <laughs> she dug in even yeah. further. And I guarantee you, I mean, I've, I've met Gail King a couple times. She's really nice. Oh, and she's I, genius. But I guarantee you, she, got she went back to her producers and was like, okay. I have gold, <laughs> right. but it's something horrible. And I know this, per- this horrible person will probably try to spin this into right. a thing on OAN or, you know, some dumb right wing news thing about cancel culture. Yeah. But this is so good. We have to sh- like she did have a moment where she. Oh, she gave sat that with their producers. Go, what do we do? We run this. Yeah, but like, actually in that moment when the girl was like, enough. Gail was like, oh, girl, you could see in her eyes. She didn't say oh, that out loud, but she definitely was like, mm, you're right. In okay. that moment, that's when Gail was like, 
oh, we're running this. Oh, yeah. This is being run and you already signed the release, dummy. So and if, yeah. <laughs> if that hadn't been on film, I think Gail would have <laughs> tore her a new one. Yeah. But, um, but, but what I was saying earlier was, I do like that we get to have a conversation for just one hour. That's mm-hmm. all I need. I only need to look into your eyes for an hour and talk to you. <laughs> now you can go back to your little hole and watch a movie and I'll go back in the sunshine and lay out. And Exactly. Troll goes back in his tunnel and the, the wood nymph goes back into the sunshine. Yep. Oh, oh that, that could have been a good title for the yeah. podcast. Troll and the wood nymph. The, tro- the troll and the nymph. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Thank you so much um, for um, listening to the, this is the pilot episode of, did you get my text? And uh, in the next episode, we will try to establish, I guess we should establish an email address so people can text us stuff. Yeah, they can text we us can stuff and then we their, can read we their text. We can comment on it. So maybe we can get your text. So um, I'm Pat Oswald. I'm Meredith Salinger. Thank you so much for tuning in. That was really fun. That was. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye. This podcast is a production of Meredith Salinger and Patton Oswalt. In association with Starburns Audio. Executive producers are Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. And if you have questions for us, send them to... Hey, did you get my text? At gmail.com. And don't forget, subscribe to this podcast. It's free and it helps us get to keep making the show. Hey.